But I noticed while I was on, say if the football was on, there's no way I would be getting calls. Or really? Getting very, so very low calls. And then the minute the football was over, that's it. Everybody, everybody's on a high. That's um, hilarious. And they, but people always say to me, are you for on that bed? And it's like, no, because as, you, as you're pivoting on one side, you're leaning on an elbow. And what happens is, is you, you squash your elbow so your fingers then go numb. So you can't feel your fingers. Excited to catch up with this wonderful human being today. Babe Station is such a taboo topic of conversation and something that not many of us know much about at all. However, I'm hoping that we can dip a bit more into that in today's episode. Please welcome to the show the gorgeous Tony. Hello. Hi, Tony. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me on the show today. No, of course. How are you doing? How's your day been? Have you been have you been up to much? Um, I've had a day off today, so it's been nice and chilled, but a bit of a domestic goddess this morning and done my housework oh nice um, yeah just potted around really it's nice to just chill yeah have a day to be completely chilled oh I agree with you like I live for those days but yeah obviously this is a brunching podcast so what have we got for brunch I have got a toasty sandwich uh mozzarella and ham oh very nice any, any I know t- it's so bad I should be on a diet right now <laughs> oh god that's what you mean completely it's gone completely out the window so I've been trying to do a low carb diet oh okay worst, worst thing I could possibly do all I've done is eat I've got pizza for dinner tonight oh so. my god I love that so you've got cheese and cheese and bread for now and then pizza for dinner yeah. that's, a, that's the dream yeah. yeah well that's it days off I think are um, a complete downfall for me I have a day off and I think well that's it I could just have a cheat day Oh my god! I'm the like, and you know what? We've we've got this really funny thing in my house at the moment. I just randomly said it one day. I was, I me, I this is really like outing my stupidity during the house now. But um, we, I one day really wanted pizza, and my dad's such like a, like he just doesn't he just doesn't give in. And I, it was like a random Tuesday. It wasn't even like a weekend. And I I just started shouting at the top of the stairs. I want as it. I want as it. What's as if it's pizza backwards? <laughs> and now, like, it's the most stupid thing. Everyone listens to this is like, what the hell is he on? But I'm literally like, I just love, I just love pizza so much. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get a song stuck in the head. And now they all sing it all the time. And I'm like, if you're singing it, we can get it. So, um, yeah, pizza's a good choice. What pizza are you gonna have? Have you got? Is it like margarita? Uh, no, it's a meat feast. Oh, I'm a veggie Tony, but oh, um, what? Of course you are. Of course you are. <laughs> no judgment. No, I'm so sorry. Like, <laughs> I literally can't. I can't live without without meat. I was um, I was trying to be so good today in the supermarket, and I thought, Do you know what? And it's um, it's like an extra, extra large pizza as well. So oh, God knows how it's going to fit in the oven. <laughs> I'm going to have to cut that. it in half, I think. But yeah, I'm being a bit of a fatty. It's all to myself. Ah, uh, who cares? I love it. You got to yeah, do it, exactly. you? I've um, I've got some sourdough. I, I like. I've, I've been really the last few podcasts. I've been so boring with my um, with my brunch choices. I just feel like this is episode eighteen now, and I feel like I've I've 
surely there's not 18 brunch recipes like I don't know what I'm doing anymore <laughs> but um so I've just got some sourdough bread I'm a big fan of the sourdough at the moment mm, um no, I um, like sourdough bread so good so good it's just nice just, and it, toasty it should be yeah. nice and toasty so it's nice and crunchy exactly and I just feel like it just digests a bit better like I, it was a couple of weekends ago where I ate so much like normal bread and I just my belly was like oh my god mm, no it's the devil it is, it is, but it tastes so good, so who cares? Oh, um, but yeah, so I've got some sourdough bread, and there's this, I don't know if you've ever seen the Wicked um, brand in uh, Tesco. It's like a Tesco original, like, brand, and they do quite a lot of veggie stuff, which is how I, um, like, discovered it. But it's a beetroot pesto, um, and it's got, like, quite, it's got quite, like, a garlic kick to it. Um, oh. And I, I bought it because it was pink, and I was like, this looks really cute, so I'm going to buy this. <laughs> and then, um, <laughs> and I actually really enjoy it. So, I've yeah, I've got some um, sourdough bread with some beetroot pesto, and I've just popped some sun-dried tomatoes on it as well, because I'm a big sun-dried tomato fan. So, a bit of a weird, oh, a bit of a weird mix, but <laughs> it tastes all right, so, you know. Mm, no, it's uh, very nice, yeah. So, you've, so, obviously, we've been in lockdown. How's lockdown been for you? Have have you been able to stay productive? Um, I, you've recently gone back to work, haven't you? I think I have. Yeah, I have recently been back to work. So I've been back at work now, probably about four weeks, maybe a little bit longer. Okay. And how's it been getting back into a routine? Um, it's all right. So at first, at first with the lockdown, um, I loved it. I was like, no work, brilliant, lay in bed, <laughs> do whatever that. I wanted literally eat when I want watch all these films didn't get dressed at all for like two weeks um and then after that it kind of gets a little bit boring and it's a bit like uh what do what what do you do like what do you do if you can't go out um yeah so it kind of got a bit tedious towards the end so I was um really looking forward to going back to work and having my routine as well that's the main thing is it? it's just it is just like really honing in on the routine and I think it, it is it almost feels like it felt like a holiday at first didn't it it was like you said it was like oh my god I've got all oh, this free right, time yeah. and then and then it, 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 it I think everyone has had that moment where it's like oh my god like what am I doing with my life like this isn't how I'm supposed to like be functioning at no. like uh, like this point especially because everything happened so suddenly it just felt it just felt very sudden so it did um, it did but like after the first couple of weeks I did have this kind of mentality of do you know what I'm actually going to work out at home and yeah. I I just I just sat on my bum I'm not gonna lie I I put on a stone in lockdown one did stone you? yes I did <laughs> yes I did a full one stone I went back to work and I had to I was like squeezing into my jeans Oh my god! And uh, yeah, I swear the girls at work were like, "What the hell has happened to her?" But <laughs> I was—I uh, I got, I got too comfortable, so it's quite a good thing I went back to work. Otherwise, I would have—I um, would definitely—we'd uh, be rolling. I'd be rolling to work next. <laughs> Do you know what though? It's such a. This is such a random like point in our lives that we will be literally be talking about forever. And I've really—I've—I've I've struggled with like one week I'll work out like crazy and I've got really into my running and I'll be like okay I'll do like five runs in a week and I'll eat super clean and the next week I'm like it gets to Tuesday and I'm like I want as it and it's just my weight has just fluctuated so much and it, because because even now like as much as we are probably we can probably say we're out of lockdown at this point we're still in a, like a transition phase into an into mm. what was once normal so I don't I, I've I've actually learned 
like I've taught myself not to blame myself um, during lockdown because it's not like if you if you want some junk food, eat some junk food. If you're going to work out, good, work out. Um, yeah, definitely. It's such a it's just such a weird time for all of us. So I just don't, I don't think we we're not wrong for doing the things that we enjoy doing. No, you know? I've really I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it. It's only going back to work and I look at the other girls and I just think, ah, oh, <laughs> I can see what you girls have been doing while we've been away. <laughs> definitely not what I've been doing. <laughs> that's what i think i think it was like three weeks in and i was doing i was like i, I literally messaged my co-worker oh she's gonna kill me for saying that my friend sorry and um, i always do that i'm like my co-worker and she's like is that how you refer to me my co-worker and i'm like sorry um but she's the she's the girl i work with i love her um and she i messaged her like on day three i think it was of lockdown and was like you know what i'm gonna see this whole lockdown as like a spa resort i'm gonna do face masks every day i'm gonna go running every day i'm gonna like like just have oh, like, wow. and it just didn't happen because who knew, who knew we'd be in lockdown for like five months whatever it is now like that's just not reality is it no it's not it's really not do you know what let's um i'm i'm so excited to talk about what we're going to talk about today because i i don't know anything yeah. about it so i'm gonna i'm really gonna let you take the reins of it tony um but obviously you <laughs> as as we clarified before this tony was not a porn star <laughs> just for yeah. anyone that's wondering there was a big difference between being on babe station and being a porn star but yeah i mean i don't i don't know anything about um babe station i don't know anything about um that side of the industry but let's start let's start from the beginning how did you get into that industry what was the what was the journey into that uh, so the journey into that was so i first started out um as a hairdresser slash barber and while I was doing that I was then um I was a freelance model okay and I literally had some some gentleman sit in my chair as I was barbering and he said he had a a photographic studio would I be interested in going in and just having a few pictures done for his website and I thought you know what I was only young I was only I was only like 22 at the time. Okay. So I thought, okay, I will. And then it literally kind of spiraled from there with the modelling. Um, and I did that for probably about, I did that for about a year, I think, possibly possibly about a year and a half of the freelance modelling. And I really enjoyed it. And then I... So at that I point, so with, with the modelling, was it was it like completely clean at that point? Like it wasn't, there wasn't any... Um, oh. No, no, <laughs> no, it started off. <laughs> no, no, okay, so let me go back. Okay, go back. Sorry. Take a step so, back. <laughs> okay, so with the modeling, yes, at first it was um fashion, um, it was a lot of like beauty shots, so it was like nice. headshots, yeah. Um, and it's a good so opportunity, like it's quite, it's quite like a right. to get someone to do fun. good photos as well. Like you said, like it's a hobby at the end of the day, isn't it? Especially if you're into it modeling was, and stuff. It was such good fun, and I was so young, and I loved it at first. And I was like, it's so funny. So I went in, I was like, do you know what? I am never going to do lingerie modeling. Right. I ended up doing lingerie modeling. <laughs> then I was like, I'm never going to do topless. I ended up doing topless. Yeah. I'm never going to do implied nude. I ended up doing implied nude. And it literally just went from there. I found everything. I was like, no, 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 I'm not going to do it. And then I was like, oh, actually, I'll end up doing doing that. Yeah. Uh, But it was really, really good fun. If I could go back and do it again, I I would. I, I would in a heartbeat because 
I don't think a lot of people get that chance. Definitely, to, uh, and I mean, I, I, would you, yeah. Would you say that it actually like boosted your confidence into who you are now quite a lot by just completely yeah, being open definitely. with your body? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I if if anything, I wish I could go back and be more confident. Right. Because when you become older and then you look back at you as a younger self, you think, God, you know what? Them slight imperfections that I thought I had actually I, d I didn't so yeah. I wish I could have kind of brushed them off a little bit more then but I think actually that could have been quite dangerous because then I probably would have just um hit it a thousand times harder yeah so definitely God I mean, knows what would happen if that happened if that happened so. so was it was it always paid like were you always paid for your for like for your modeling um when it comes pretty to much, yeah, yeah pretty yeah. much okay. at, at first at first to build your portfolio I was just doing little bits and pieces yeah um but yeah it was it was all paid work um I was quite lucky in that sense yeah but I didn't I didn't have to do um stuff for free and plus I was a, I was barbering at the time as well so I had an income yeah but it was a very low income but this was just like a bit of extra money it was also very exciting as well because I'd you know, I never thought that I would become a model um, and, and dabble in that industry. I never thought that. So it was all very, very exciting. And uh, I was very grateful to be in the situation that I was in. Yeah, I mean, it's an opportunity at the end of the day, isn't it? Like, it's, yeah. it's just a massive opportunity for someone to, to be approached in any sort of, like, way in, like, the entertainment industry is just, is it's everyone's dream really just to, for someone yeah. to like f to spot you and go oh do you want to do you want to come and do this and um like I said it all it all I'm sure everything that came from like that, that first moment has helped you become who you are now anyway Absolutely. anyway let's Absolutely. not jump ahead so so you got into the you said implied so what does implied nude mean so implied nude means that you're you are basically nude but you have say so say you're holding up like um, a towel or okay. something that, so you are covered. So you are holding something. So you're basically naked, but you're more teasing. Yeah. So you're kind you. of, you could be covering with your hands. So you're not actually showing any of your private areas as in on show, but you're kind of teasing them. You're kind of like letting them have like a little peek. Yeah. Nice. So that's, that's that so yeah okay, i guess there's, there's quite an artistic element to that as well isn't there like it isn't it, it, if you're if you're it's not just a case of saying just just stand there there's actually thought that goes into that as well there there is there is a lot of thought to it you know there's some photos where you have done and you think oh my god look absolutely amazing and then you'll look at them and go oh my god that pose awful so it really <laughs> makes you it really does make you think about how you hold your posture and how you present yourself because what you think is good when you actually look back at it sometimes that's not possibly um of what you should do and it's yeah. and sometimes when it feels a bit wrong it actually comes comes across looking very right right interesting but it's all about confidence i do think it is all about confidence like when i go back and i see some very very early photos of me um, I can kind of see that kind of shy, timid kind of person that I was. Yeah. And then towards the end, I do see this kind of very confident, um, 
fiery model. That's is quite it must be quite refreshing for you to have seen that transformation. It is. It's quite funny because as, as the years went past, I have seen like um like different styles and what I went through. So it's like a like a journey of growing up as well yeah. as what I've seen from from early twenties to then uh later on in my twenties. So Definitely. Yeah, oh. so that was that was good. So I, I do um I do miss it sometimes. Sometimes I do look back and I think, oh, you know, I'd love to do it again. Yeah, 100%. You know, but... Well, who knows? Who knows, right? Who knows? <laughs> who knows? So, yeah, so, so, yeah off... so then the next step, so what do we go from there? The next step, I was, um, I was doing a home shoot with one of the photographers and they had Babe Station on the telly. Right. Um, so a home shoot is where you go to somebody's house and then they take photos of you because they already have like a photographic, um, area in their house of where they use um, and they put Babe Station on the telly and they were like what do you think about doing something like like this mm. and I was like you know I'd, I'd never really seen Babe Station before um, and I was like yeah I would love to do that why wouldn't I yeah so well I mean it's it's it's, it's a pretty similar thing to you were doing already wasn't it so that almost probably just felt like the next that, step in what you were doing yeah but I knew that that would have given me more of a platform so when I was first introduced to social media for work so I was putting my modeling pictures on there I knew that if I went on to Babe Station um, not only would I get more money for what I was doing I knew I would get more interest and I would have a platform as well yeah so I was like you know yeah I'd love to so First of all, I applied and just through like email and I heard nothing back. Oh, interesting. And I was a bit, yeah, I heard nothing back. So I was a little bit like, mm, okay. And so um, the photographer that I knew at the time said to me, why don't we do a, a video of you on, the, on a bed, dressed up exactly the same as what they're doing and we'll send that and I did so I had a phone and I laid on the bed all dolled up all dressed up very natural just sitting there not doing anything just holding the phone smiling Um, and it was it was probably about I don't know a 30 second video so I sent we sent that in and pretty much within the next couple of days um, I got a I got an email back saying we would really like it if you could come into the studio. Wow. Um, yeah, like literally, Brad, my heart sunk. I can imagine. Because my not only sunk. not only is it like you're like, oh my God, this isn't this is another like potentially very good opportunity, but also like, oh my God, the exposure is about to go through the roof. Like yeah. I'm I'm about to be seen by a lot more people. Yeah, a lot, a lot more people. So you know, as excited as I was, I was very um I was very nervous. Yeah. I think, oh my God, now it's got, now it's getting real. Um, so I had a whole, you would have loved it. I w- in a way, I would have loved you to have seen the suitcase of clothes and shoes <laughs> and makeup that I took with me for, um, for my trial. Um, but first, very first of all, when I went in there, I spoke to um, one of the girls that, that was interviewing me and I, I had to take my portfolio. So I went along with my portfolio and she flicked through my portfolio and she was like, no, 
No. Really? No. Wow. Like, and I'm sitting there. I'm all dolled up. And, uh, How old were you at this point, Tony, out of curiosity? Um, I was 24. Okay. So I was 24 at this point, just 24. So, um, yeah, so I was sitting there all kind of thinking that I was going to go on screen. And she basically turned around to me and said, these photos aren't good enough. She said, if it wasn't that you were here right in front of me now, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have given, a, given you a second look. So I was really taken back considering they'd seen my video. Um, yeah, because like, as, as, as much as you might not like what she's seeing in the pictures, that's, that's almost like what yeah. the photographer's doing. She's seeing what you yeah, yeah, do yeah. on a video. Yeah. She's seeing you in person. So it's quite odd that she reacted that way. Oh, I was. I was really taken back because the email was so promising. And um, she turned around and she said that um, I could either do um, webcam for Babe Station okay. or because there was, Babe Station has several, or had several different Babe Station channels. So it wasn't just Babe Station as in normal Babe Station. They also had a channel called Masty Chat. Now Masty Chat was for um, Oriental girls or Asian girls. Okay. And she said to me with a heavy spray tan, um, I would look Asian <gasps> so that they could put me on the um, the Matty Chat channel. Are you joking? No, <gasps> no. And I said to her, I said to her, like, I said, you know, I said, I'm so grateful to be here uh, and to be talking to you. But I said, unfortunately, um, I'm doing all of this modeling and I don't want to portray myself uh, as a lie because that's not what it was and she said that I could say that um, my dad was from Pakistan and my oh mum was, was English so I felt very upset that they 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 wanted me to change completely change yeah. my whole image but I mean I it's pretty uneth it's pretty unethical of them as well to 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 like to suggest that you they should they should make you I was like you're I from was, a different a different place that yeah. you're not as well yeah I was really I was really taken back by that so um I turned around to her and I said you know thank you so much but I'm so sorry um that that's not what I want to do yeah um so that got that got left and I left there really upset you know I, I'd had so much hope that I was going to be uh, on babe station and actually have this platform yeah. And then, and then kind of got really crushed by that. But two weeks later, I got a phone call to say that there was a new Babe Station channel, which was opening called Babe Station Extra. So this was like a spin-off channel from the actual Babe Station show. Okay, but the same same producer, sort of same studio, almost right. Same studio, completely same studio. Yeah. Um. So I was like, because I was very confused at this point. So I thought, I've just had this lady turn around and say, no, you couldn't do that. You've, you'd have to go on this other channel, which was the Asian channel. Um, so I was like, do you know what? That's fine. I'd love to. So they were like, right, bring all your outfits um, and we're going to get you on. You're, you're, you're actually going to go on screen. So I turned up and you can imagine I've been, I've been told no. And then I've yeah. been told yes. So in my mind, when I got there, I'm like, this, this isn't real. I'm going to get here and they're going to send me away again. So yeah. I'm there. I'm, I'm in the, I'm, in, I'm actually in the, the base station 
studio uh, and it was it was such a surreal moment to be around the cameras because I've never been um, in a in a studio like that before. Oh my god, I can imagine. And still, at like twenty four years old as well, that's like a massive a massive deal, so, especially because you wanted to go into modelling and stuff. That's like you almost was that like your moment where you thought, okay, I've made it. Like uh, this is this is like my kinda, moment. It was yeah. I kind of felt like, do you know what? This is this is my moment. Um, and of course, because I hadn't been modeling for that long really so everything went quite quickly um so i'm there oh brad i was so nervous Aww. so i'm i'm dressed in I'm i can't dressed... imagine you being nervous i feel like oh, you're such a like God. a confident bubbly person <laughs> yeah i oh, know i was i was i was shaking and it's so funny like i'll see if i can send it to you at some point because yeah. i still actually have the recording of oh, me really? yeah the very first time I was I on I've, I've got it I've actually got that recording it's only a very very short clip yeah but it's just so cringe when I watch it now because I'm like oh my god I sound so <laughs> silly um but I've got there and I had so many outfits and um there was a lovely producer there were two guys that were producing um and I was all dolled up so I was in like a little black top and a little skirt with my high heels and he said um right so watch watch the girl that's already on the bed and um see what she's gonna see what she's gonna do so she yeah. was there chatting away and uh, and then they said right it's your turn <gasps> my heart sunk i was like okay right this is it this is it you just get your words out and i literally laid there and i started shaking I started oh really shaking, God. yeah. Um, and they gave me the mic and they just turned around and said, right, three, two, one, you are now live. And then I had to give, I had to give a little introduction. I can't remember exactly what I said now, but when I send you the... Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm just like, I literally like I'm watching a movie right now. I'm like, oh my God, what? <laughs> this is yeah. crazy. Oh my goodness. It was... Um, it was so funny, but I got calls straight away. And of course, for anybody that doesn't know, so when you're on Babe Station daytime, it is strictly um, non-adult conversation. Really? I mean, um, I've never yeah, seen Babe Station, so I don't know. No. <laughs> but, 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 that's, but that's like, yeah, so tell me, I don't, I don't know either. So it's, yeah. there's no adult so, that's weird. So not on, not on daytime, there's not. Okay. Um, it's, very, it's very flirty. Um, it's more... Um, do you know what there's so many lonely people out there that just want to chat yeah that's what I really found they just literally want to chat about their day and get to know you um as as a model and what you you are actually doing yeah um and just have a laugh really it's quite fun I think on daytime it's very relaxed um and yeah, so I had loads of calls coming through and um, they, I got, I, I was literally on for probably about 10 minutes, I think. And they okay. said, right, okay, that's absolutely fine. Like you can come off. And I couldn't walk properly. I could, because I was so nervous. Surprise. So they literally, was so, so, what was, so what was, how long, how long were you there before they said to you, okay, we're going to go live now? Like, oh, I must've been there for probably about, I must have been in the studio for a good 20 minutes, half an hour maximum. No. Yeah, must have been. I must have been there and I just, um, yeah. 
mental. Yeah, so it wasn't. It wasn't long. It, it yeah. wasn't too long. But I literally just thought, do you know what? You've just got to grab your balls and get on with it. Yeah. You know, cause, um, it's almost better that way, isn't it? If you, if you, I mean, if you were if you were there for hours before, like, and then, like you probably would have bricked it. You probably would have been like, no, not doing this. Yeah, I didn't really have any time to think about it. So yeah. I literally got up, got ready. I did a little bit of shopping um, in because. Fave Station used to be in Great Portland Street in London. So right. I did some shopping in Oxford Street first nice. before I went in there because I kind of like settled my nerves, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, but, well, God, yeah, but it, just, it, it, it didn't, it didn't even, it didn't help me then. But yeah, I got off the bed and I couldn't walk properly. And oh the God. producers were like, are you okay? And I was like, I'm so sorry. I was like, and they were like, you know, you were, you were really good. Um, and they came around and said like, there's, there's nobody on the station at the moment um, with a look like how you you have. Like everybody used to call me um, like the gothic princess because oh, really? I was very dark makeup, very pale white skin. I had um, extremely long hair. So I had like 26 inch hair extensions. So I could basically sit on my hair. My hair was at my bum. Wow. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so very red lips, kind of very pouty. So yeah, I used to be called uh, called very gothic. Um, oh, nice. I really, li- I really like that. I really like that. Yeah. Um, so when I got off, I was like, how have I done? And um, they were like, yeah, absolutely fine. Like, um, we'll give you a call and let you know when your when your shifts um, when your shifts are ready. Wow. So oh, literally buzzing. I left there absolutely like on cloud nine thinking, yeah. wow, I've actually, I've now got a platform. This is where the work really starts. Oh yeah. This is that moment that you wait, that you wait, that a lot of people wait for and never get. So it's amazing. It. And I just felt that because of um, being told no, first of all, and then coming back a second time completely through me, uh, so I left there. I left there on cloud nine. I actually had to go to the local pub um, and, ha- and have and have lots of drinks. Good. I remember having lots and lots of drinks because I had a mix of a mixed emotion of feelings. But so after that, I'd had a few um, shifts, and I very quickly got into the kind of role of how it all works. Yeah. So for people that don't know how it works, so when um, when you are potentially in the studio, laying on what they call a bed, which isn't a bed as such. Um, like a set piece, have, I'm guessing. Yeah, it, it is. It is. Yeah. And it's not very comfortable either. <laughs> People always say to me, are you comfortable on that bed? And it's like, no, because as, you, as you're pivoting on one side, you're leaning on an elbow. And what happens is, is you, you squash your elbow. So your fingers then go numb. <sighs> so you can't feel your fingers. Oh, and um yeah yeah so so that's it so back then you could kind of move around a little bit on the bed on daytime that was that was allowed back then yeah but when you're when you're there you have um you have like um you can see people coming in um on the calls so it's a bit, it's a bit like oh, a can telecom. You? So, really? Yeah, so you see okay. it. So it's a switchboard. That's what I'm trying to say. So it's yeah. a switchboard. So as they call up, you have various different options. So it's either press number one for the girl on screen, number two for a girl at home, 
and then various different options. So right. you see them coming into the switchboard um, and then they, they drop down. So once they then, once I then say they pick you, they then um, have like a little introduction of basically what they can and can't say because it is daytime yeah. and it is strictly a non-adult conversation. Um, and then you get a little kind of like buzz in your ear in the on the phone to let them know that they are on the call. Okay. So while they then are on the call, you have to keep them on the call for 20 minutes. Wow. 20 minutes is then when the phone will cut out. Are, the are, idea, they, are they told that? Is the person that's calling in told that or not? They know. They, okay, they, they do, do know. know. Like They yeah. do know. So it bleeps. It bleeps. So after right. 20 minutes, that it bleeps. And then you will say, oh, you need to call me back. So the idea is, is that they need to then call you back. Um, right. then stay in. Because the thing is, you could potentially have somebody staying on that line for an hour, which is yeah. amazing for the girls, but that doesn't give somebody else the opportunity to then come through. Yeah. And also, I guess that every person that does come through is, is potentially a returning customer eventually. Like, so you want to you well, keep people it. enticed. You, yeah like you can't you build your fans up they they will follow you um and they are very loyal as well some of them i've had some fantastic fans that have been loyal for years yeah um so while you've got that person on the phone other people can call up and listen into your conversation wow okay yeah so they're called like silent listeners Really? So oh my god, that yeah. sounds like a it sounds like a I don't know, like some something in like a book, doesn't it? Like silent. Yeah. Oh, so it's quite scary. fun. So when you see yeah. them coming in and you see them listening to your conversation, it kind of um kind of kind of gives you the confidence to kind of be um maybe a little bit more flirty. Yeah. Um but keep the conversation going because they're obviously interested in what you're talking about. Um sometimes people are very shy. And they want to hear what you sound like. Yeah, okay. Um, so there's that. And then there is also what's called is a, is a complete silent listener. So they will then come through, but they won't speak at all. It will be you oh, that will dominate the conversation. And um, it's like storytelling. Okay. You know? they, um, they want to know a little bit about you. Normally the case. Um, so you then go into what you've been doing or something very interesting yeah. that you've been up to. Um, so yeah, so it's been, it's been really, that was really, really fun. So that was, that's the idea. Right. Got you. Of, of how callers would, would call in. Obviously there's a number on the screen or the television screen of that, what they would call. Yeah. Uh, of how they would actually call Bay station and come through to you. And how, how long would a shift be? So a shift at the start was either um, 11 till 4. I'd do 11 till 4. Yeah. Or I would do 4 till 8. Okay. That's what it started off at. And you were, and were, um, you, were, you, were, you, were you working that whole time? Or were you constantly on the phone? Or was you do, it... you, well, it all depends. Like, you could never judge it. Sometimes there are certain outfits that, that you would wear that do, that do encourage callers. Yeah, but obviously. Yeah. If you if you do keep it in, like interact with people on social media and they follow you, then 
when you are on and you will say like, oh, well, I'm on today, they will then call you. That's so crazy. you have, you actually have your your fans, your you callers. Get a fan base, that, yeah. Yeah. And I tell you, I've got had some amazing, amazing, amazing fans over, over the years. Yeah. Um, that have been so loyal and have basically kept me company the whole time I've been on the show. So I was very lucky, very lucky like that. But sometimes there were very quiet, quiet times. Um, yeah, I, I imagine. I imagine as like as new dating apps and stuff come out as well. I know it's a different thing, but like I guess as things like Hinge yeah. and Bumble and all these different apps come on the scene as well, it might detract an audience. Babe Station is still active now, right? It's still a thing, isn't it? It is. Yeah, Babe yeah. Station. Babe Station is still a thing. But I noticed while I was on, say if the football was on, there's no way I would be getting calls. Or really? Very low calls. And then the minute the football was over, that's it. Everybody, everybody's on a high. That's um, hilarious. And they, but you know, like any any job that you have, you you will have your good days and you will have your bad obviously. days. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, and the idea is as well, if you have a really good month, because you're not on every single day. No. You know, you are on if you are good one month, the next month they will give you so many slots. So you could be on two, three, four times in a week for several weeks. If then your call rate starts to fall and you're not as busy, they will take you off um, and not give you as many because people need to miss you. If you're on too much, People get sick of you. It's too accessible, isn't it, at that point, yes, I guess? Like, it's like, oh, it. if she's going to be there all the time, I haven't got to, like, come at exactly. a specific time. So. Exactly. So it's, uh, they were very good at judging that as well. So, like, oh, do you know what? You need a little bit of time off of here. Come off for, like, a couple of shows or, like, maybe once, once a week for a couple of weeks and then we'll get you back on. And it was brilliant because that is exactly what had happened and then everybody's like, where have you been? What have you been up to? So, If It yeah. kept it a bit fresh then. It did. It kept it very fresh. It kept it very interesting as well. So did your, did, were you paid per show or were you on like a salary? What was the situation? No, there? no. So you are paid, you are paid for what you work. Really? So you and and paid, is, yeah. it, is it you based on the amount of people work. you're getting in as well? So like, it is, it is sales. Like, yeah. there's a lot of people that say to me, you're like, oh, well, you're on like, you know, um, you must absolutely, uh, absolutely love it. And I'm like, yes, I do love it, but it's not as easy as what you think it is. No, not at all. You know, you still have a target to hit. Like, you still have um, a, a, a rate, like, um, of calls that you need to attract in because you have to make a certain amount of money. And as people are coming in, like I said to you about the switchboard, you will then see um, the minutes of how many minutes somebody has been on the line yeah. so you can kind of judge where you need to be Definitely. you know um so yeah like, I was very I was very lucky uh, in the sense that um I was on I was on a fair amount and I was um I was a very I was very loyal to them as well like I'd only I've only been to Babe Station I didn't swap to go onto another channel um, and I was always there for my shift, which is the important thing. It's 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 yeah. like like it is a job at the end of the day, and you want to you want to you want you want to be a good employee, don't you? At the end of the day, 
if you are reliable, they will literally they will literally take that because I got a lot of work at the beginning when um, people couldn't make the shifts. So, you know, last minute, anything could happen. Somebody could, I don't know, have a photo shoot they can't get out of. Yeah. So then they would phone up and say that they can't. So straight away, they would be like, can you do it? And I said, yes, every time to make them, yeah, to make them aware that like, I really wanted that. Yeah. Um, And I was, I was a reliable person. Well, do you know what? Let's oh, yeah. we're, we're gonna we'll take a very short break and then we'll come back and talk a little bit more about how you, if you're happy to talk about how you came out of that. So, so obviously we've we've heard about how you got into Babe Station and mm. let's hear about how you what the road out of that was as well. If that's good with you, yeah, fine, perfect. Let's have a little break then. Uh, get on Brilliant. with your brunch, guys. Fill up your prosecco and everything. You know, <laughs> we'll be back shortly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's amazing. Uh, I mean, I'm guessing, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing it's all gone because... You know, it is all gone. To be yeah. completely honest with you, Brad, I could do with another one. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Now you've got to save him for your pizza. Oh, yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, I know. But, like, um, there's always room for pizza. That's true. That's true. Very true. Um, all right. So I know you're a bit nervous about um, about this next bit, but it's something I do on every episode, so I've got to keep up the format, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. what, uh, so this is a very random question that i have not given you any warning for beforehand um so are you ready for this question tony i am ready yeah hit me with it so i want to know what the scariest experience you've ever had is so i am absolutely petrified of fairground rides Okay. Uh, terrible. Literally, I I'm I'm not that. Per- I like to have my feet firmly on the floor. So, so as in, so as in, you won't go on them at all, or like you like, what's the situation there? Well, I it depends. See, after this ride that I went on, so I was um on like a family day out. So I've got quite a lot of brothers and sisters, and my youngest sister. We went to Chesington, so. My youngest sister is like, um, she's an adrenaline junkie. Like she loves it. And she's, yeah. um, she's only young. She's a, she's a lot, lot younger than me. And being the big sister, um, I was like, do you know what? Let's go on some rides. And I saw <laughs> the banana boat. So, yeah. and the banana boat was still, it wasn't moving. And I just thought, God, that looks so, so oh, good. Like God, let's, no. let's get on there. So, <gasps> My my baby sister turned around and said to me, um, "Oh, can we go and sit at the back?" Oh I'm my thinking, god! Of course we can, <laughs> absolutely. So I sat sit at the back, and uh, then the boat starts moving, and I tell you what, literally, I was holding on for dear life. Oh my um, god! Where we were, where we were. We were right at the back. Um, as we're going up, we're at the furthest point, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, that's so, like the. I mean, I choose to go at the back because I'm an I'm an adrenaline junkie. I love it, oh, so I'm sorry. <laughs> I, no, I always so, choose the back. But for someone who doesn't like it and doesn't know what they're getting themselves in for, like no, no, and because I don't like fairground rides, I've, I don't really go. I don't really go to um to these uh these parks. So yeah. 
so she was like she bless her she was holding on to me um, as I'm holding onto the bar like trying not to cry and I could as we were going right the way up to the to the top I could feel my I could feel my bum lifting off the seat I thought I was going to topple out and then I've got my little sister next to me linking arms with me trying to hold me in and then as we're going up she's literally like yeah um, the pictures were just crazy oh my god they, I would they, love to see it they, I'd take, love they to see take pictures it. of you so you've got my little sister like big smiles hand in the air and then there's me literally like crunched in crying <laughs> um I want to stop I wanted to stop that's all I kept saying so oh, I, and it yeah. does, and it do, whenever you say that on a ride, it always feels like it just carries on going, doesn't it? Like it. Just oh, it does. Stop. It feels like forever. <laughs> I literally thought the boat was going to go all the way round, like <laughs> through the top. I couldn't believe, I couldn't believe it, and I thought, oh, once I got off, and she was like, "Oh, you're such a wimp." <laughs> Jeez. Oh, do you know, yeah. do you know what? You're, I'll be honest. I'm a big ride fan, but when it comes to that, like the boat where it like moves backwards and forwards, my stomach just can't deal with it. Like I, I, I feel so sick after it. So, oh, yeah, that is no, I can't add it. And anything, anything like that, you know. And I learnt my lesson. So now, if I do, then go on fairground rides, which is very, very, very slim. Um, I <laughs> well, I watch the ride before I get on it. Probably so, a good plan, you know. Yeah. So I'm not. I would. I would never do that again. So that was a life lesson well learned there. I love it. Absolutely love it. <laughs> um, all right. So thank you for answering that question. It was very. It was very. You're very it was welcome. A very good answer. I'm very impressed. Um, so let's carry on where we left off. So you are working as a hairdresser, barber. Um, you get spotted by somebody who, like a photographer, he, yeah. um, you're, you, like initially, like you said, you start doing headshots and stuff and that becomes, um, like you start lingerie modeling and doing the implied nude. Um, you go for a video shoot, um, at a home and at home, I make it sound like a care home, <laughs> like a house, someone's house. <laughs> <laughs> imagine <laughs> at home what am I talking about um, so yeah and uh, then this person suggests that you um, apply for baby station so you go you get rejected um, told that you should like pretend that you're Asian which is bizarre yeah. like what the yeah. hell um, yeah, yeah, and, and then you get a call because this new spin-off channel starts up and yeah. you are now um, an official Babe station star, right? Yeah. That's where we are. So as well. So um so from being an official babe station babe, the producers then asked to look at my portfolio. Now this was the portfolio that I got rejected with at oh, right at yeah. the very beginning. So I was very scared giving them my portfolio because I just thought, oh my god, after being told it's not good enough by somebody that's in in the profession yeah um i then thought that my pictures were not good enough so i plucked up the courage and i actually gave my portfolio to my producer and he flicked through my portfolio and went oh my god these are amazing and i'm no like way. yeah and i'm like oh my god are you joking his name's andy the producer there was andy at the time and he's like yeah he was looking through these uh, pictures and he turned around to me and said you need to do a set of these photos for us 
they are going to sell so well. Oh my and God. It was, and it was that moment, that moment in time when I realized it all boils down to that one person's personal preference of yeah, you. Literally. That's it. That one person. So even though if you get rejected, keep going, keep yeah. going, go back and see somebody else. Because if I wouldn't have gone back there, if that would have completely crushed my confidence and I would have gone, no, I would have always thought that my images that I had and the work that I was doing was not good enough. Yeah. 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 Imagine, imagine you didn't get that call, like to say, come back. Like you, that could have shattered yeah. your confidence so much that Absolutely. you might not have even done anything after that. No, so. and, and I did. And, and I, I really, that really upset me at first. So, but obviously like he's flicking through these and I'm like, absolutely amazed that he's saying this to me yeah um, and, and I did I ended up doing a set of photos uh for for Fave Station um wow. and luckily enough they did sell very well so oh, I was good. Very lucky. yeah I was very lucky then but to my biggest advice to anybody that is trying to make it in the industry if you get told no don't give up don't don't take don't take that as um don't take that as gospel and that's it yeah. it's over because no, it's not. It's not over. You know, just yeah. keep going. Because yeah. but it's funny because when I when I then went back for my live trial the second time, that woman that interviewed me didn't work there anymore. <gasps> really? Yeah, because I asked. Because when I turned up and I'm like, is this real? Like, is it am I really gonna be doing um a live broadcast? And they were like <laughs> yeah yeah that's what you're here for yeah that's it yeah that's it um the the only grateful thing i had to really to that woman um is making me realize that you know making me realize that it just falls down to that one person's personal preference definitely do not give up and it all happens for a reason doesn't it like uh, i think like the fact that that stuck with you all these years later that that will stick with me for the rest of my life that yeah no, ma- no matter no matter if it's an entertainment industry or not no, like that no it doesn't matter same, doesn't, yeah. it doesn't matter matter if i if i went for an interview with with anything and i got rejected again and i really wanted to do it i would think i would keep going i would keep going in, until until i got it that's amazing i wonder what she's doing now do you ever think that i i don't know because um i know that she she worked for babe station but but before she become um like uh like somebody that, that interviews people yeah but she worked for the company she was actually one of the girls was she, she really was a, she was a, she was a nighttime girl yeah she told no me she, way. Was, she was one of the nighttime girls yeah um so yeah i was um crazy yeah it was so, it was quite crazy so yeah i was very lucky that i uh that i got to do a set of photos so you can imagine how empowering that felt oh yeah to then, you know, from right at the very beginning to be rejected. And then when I've got somebody going, these pictures are absolutely amazing. Yeah. You need to, you need to do this for us. Yeah, I felt very Massive empowered. shift, massive shift mm. in like your, in the way that you feel. So, yeah. you, so you, how long were you with Babe Station from that point on? So I was with them for possibly about two and a half, three years. I was with them for um, Babe Station was in great portland street in london to start with yeah and then it moved to uh milton Keynes. oh really is it yeah 
Yeah, so I moved to Milton Keynes and I was in Milton Keynes for the last eight months of uh, of my, my working life with them. Um, because I was trying, I was, it was too long. It was too far away for me. Oh yeah. So I was spending three hours traveling to Milton Keynes. So you were still, you were still living at home? Yeah, I was still living at home. Yep. Still living at home. And I was, um, traveling. So I would spend three hours traveling up there. At this point, your shifts become longer because obviously I was traveling for longer. Yeah. Um, so I would be on screen for like seven hours. You would obviously get a break, break several breaks. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, imagine, imagine seven hours straight. <laughs> so yeah, so I'd be on screen for seven hours and then, and then I'd come off and then um, I would, it would take me three hours to get home. So I was not rolling into my home till gone 12 o'clock at night. Jeez, no, you don't want so that. It was, it was, it was long and, by the end of, of the eight months, I just said to myself, do you know what? I, I can't do this anymore. Like no. just traveling was, was too, was too much. Was no, really definitely. too much. And, and the thing is as well, like if I was to make it, to make it easier for me, like they were very good to me. So to make it easier for me, what they would do is I would go up and then I would, they had a base station house. So all of the girls could, if you needed to stay somewhere, they had like a nine bedroom, oh, massive, wow. great big ha- house. This house, I would love this house to be my actual house. <laughs> it was amazing. Um, yeah, so it's like a massive nine bedroom house. Wow. That we stayed in. They also had uh, like their, their own chauffeur, own chauffeurs as well. So when you got to Babe Station, so I'd be in, um, in the, the train station at Milton Keynes. One of the chauffeurs would then come and pick you up, take you to the studio, and then you'd go from the studio to the house. And again, they would come and pick you up. Like they, they literally doted on you. So they, they were very, very That's lovely. That's so good. That's really lovely good to hear. It's, to work it's for. really nice to hear as well because of how women are treated a lot of the time in the entertainment industry. It's really nice to hear that as much as um, a lot of people might just think that like women because I, I do think a lot of people will think that our babe station women are just used and abused and that's it but the fact that they did seem to actually no. care about the people that were working no, for they them do. Um, yeah they really they they care so much they are the loveliest bunch and the girls the girl like some of the girls i still like sometimes now after on babe station and i will see a couple of the girls that i used to work around and stuff yeah. so it's lovely to see that their careers are still are still going on and still progressing but actually the the producers and the and the team behind the cameras are so lovely and they are just so so caring and if you have a problem they would bend over backwards to help really you. that's honestly, great honestly honestly you are so well if once you're in you are in and you are so well looked after amazing that's so that's like I said I know I repeat myself but it's so nice to actually hear that because that was that was one of my concerns coming on that you were going to be like oh no they're awful like they're horrible right. and that's really good to hear and I think a lot of people will be happy to hear that as well yeah yeah it was um it's lovely they're, and they're all just such a great bunch as well oh that's, that's amazing yeah it's um if so you, was, if you so turn up was, there with a problem they'll help you was the main reason that you left i mean was it was it the sole reason that you left because of the distance was that was you just like it was, yeah it was it was the distance and the thing is as well from 
like traveling expenses are so expensive. Oh God, yeah, I can imagine. You know, and it just wasn't, it got to the point where it just wasn't worth my while in the end because as much as I loved it, I was spending the majority of, of what I was, was getting on travel. my traveling. And, and time is money as well, so. It is, it is. So from one shift of seven hours, I was traveling for six hours of that day. Yeah. And I just, I just couldn't do it in the end. It just got to me and I just thought, do you know what? Something's got to give. I was, I'd ended up just um, burning myself out and where they were so good. Like if you turn up and they, they knew I lived so far away. So they would let me stay in the base station house. So I would be there for a couple of days. So I would probably turn up and I'd either sleep and then be on early morning. So, or you, the, the shifts then were like from one till nine or from half past five till one in the afternoon. So right. they were very, they were really lenient with uh, yeah. the shifts that, that you could do and where they could squeeze you in to benefit you that they really would. So some days I was there for, I don't know, two up to three days and then I'd go home for a couple of days and then I would then go back there. It just got too much. It really did. And I thought, do you know what? I've missed seeing my family um, yeah. and, and stuff like and living, that. And living like know? a, having like a social life, I imagine, and just not being at work all the time. There has to be a balance, isn't there? There has, there has to be a balance. Like I'm, I'm so glad I stuck it out for as long as I did because I was really gutted when they said that the, the studios were going to change from London um, to Milton Keynes and I yeah. was like how is this going to work for me like I guess at that um, point you probably knew didn't you what was eventually going to happen like, I knew what was yeah I knew it was eventually you know I, I think I got to like four months in and I thought I'm feeling tired like you know I'm, I'm rushing around I'm getting in at, uh, over 12 o'clock at night yeah and it was you know it's dark and you just something's got to give you know something's got to give so I was um so yeah unfortunately that's why I pretty much left amazing I mean well yeah. not amazing I mean I wish you could like I wish I wish you could have carried on but also like I mean everything has to come to an end at some point and do you know what at least at le- who knows you could have been there for a longer amount of time it could have ended up being a really like horrible ending at least you've had like a positive ending to a place in your mind isn't it oh yeah Uh, you know when I when I left I did have every intention of going back um but you do get comfortable with your own surroundings yeah Um, and life changes as well things things change um, but I do miss it. Uh, did you I'm ever... very grateful to have the experiences that I did have through working with them. No, it sounds. It's honestly, I like I said to you in our break. Like it, it's, it sounds like another world. Like it really just does. Just sound like a whole other world that's so closed door because it is a show at the end of the day, isn't it? It's all. It's yeah, all it show. Is. It is a show. Um, it is a show. But did you, were there ever obviously working with loads of women? Was there ever any like? Did you feel like the competition? There was ever like a, like a competition between you. No, all? you didn't know. No, no, God, no, no. I tell you what, like, even if you didn't really know some of them girls very well, if you had a problem and you said, "Excuse me, can you help me?" Each and every one of them girls would stop and help you because they know what you're going through because they're going through the same thing. Like they are in, like you, you are in yeah. the same boat. 
yeah you know and when you turn around and say that um you know i got a lot of stick for working through babe station from people that i knew i live in a, a very small town so i literally was the talk of the town you know yeah. um yeah. And I got a lot of sick and I, I remember going in and I remember saying to one of the, a couple of the girls actually, you know, this is kind of going on and I don't understand why. And they were all like, that's happened to me. Yeah. That's so, everyone's, everyone's got everyone, like their own, their yeah. own thing, haven't they? And that makes yeah. you feel more comfortable about it. Yeah. That, that is it. They are the, they are really nice. Them girls, people think, oh, you know, they're all a bunch of slags, but I'll tell you what, <laughs> they are. They are the they are the nicest, most well presented girls you could you could meet. Amazing. You know, people's perception of them um, sometimes can can be really wrong, really wrong. And do you know what? It's I think what it comes down to is it's just people that are comfortable with their body, comfortable with expressing themselves. Yeah. And also, and like it, you said earlier, people get lonely, and you're just you're almost yeah. there. You're you're almost there as an aid for them to help them um like comfort feel comfortable like feel comforted yeah like you become well i i i, I could you know from my experiences i become um like a a virtual girlfriend yeah so exactly. to to a fair few of my callers so they would uh they would send in gifts as well so i've had a few um selfridges vouchers Oh. So they would, yeah, they would send you gifts and stuff like that. Money as well. They would, um, they would, uh, they they send you gifts and stuff like that. Like if it was your birthday, you would definitely get something oh, from dream. whoever. Sign yeah. I watched. I've yeah. watched. I know that camming is probably quite different to Babe Station, but I've, I don't know. Have you seen the movie Cam on Netflix? I haven't. No, really I've good. I've purposely not watched it yet. I've purposely not watched okay. it. Okay, let me know once you have because I'd be really interested to hear your take on it. Um, obviously, like being like I said, I know that they are different worlds still within like one bigger universe. Completely, but, yeah, because they, uh, they are they are two completely different worlds. But the main the main storyline, without giving anything away, is this um, girl who basically gets obsessed with rising in the rankings like it seems a lot more independent than babe station like babe station it feels like they are looking after you and they're like protecting you almost and they're like they have that obviously you are you're on shifts and stuff but with with the way that anyway it's perceived in the movie again i, I don't know anything about the clan world but the way it's perceived in the movie is that um you you basically are on your own um you have an account and you just go on whenever you want and again you create a fan base but it's it seems yeah, a lot more independent in that sense um it, it is yeah when because there, there are so many webcam sites out there now yeah you know, it's so um, saturated as well isn't it they're all different as well they all cater for completely different things they all do different things so you can you can sell um stuff on there like you could sell socks on there if you wanted to really? socks? Um, oh god foot fetish uh people are yeah like there's a fetish for anything so you can literally do whatever you wanted and and you find your market yeah. you know you you do find your market on there what i was gonna what i was gonna what touch on what what i was gonna touch on was the in in that film there's a big part of the storyline is that she ends up getting like stalked almost like someone ends up finding her 
um from the campsites was that was that ever like a concern of yours that like someone could end up like becoming a little bit obsessive and finding you or, was, or did you always feel like you know what's never going to happen no so yeah like you do that is a thing that is a thing I never got stalked I was quite lucky yeah but there was a couple of occasions where there was um a guy uh hanging around outside the base station studios for one of the other girls really so yeah they they become they become like super fans but they also think that they know you so you do have to be very careful by not giving out any personal information so you know as much as you are you um you do not use your own name you create uh your stage name yeah you don't broadcast where you live what town you're from and things like that because i mean you're in charge of protecting yourself as well aren't you even when it comes to like dating apps and things like you you're you're in charge of of your own like um your own protection really yeah yeah you are you you are in charge of that um i mean i'm 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 thankful you were never stalked that's great news no no I, i wasn't i wasn't like you know there's it has crossed my mind of, of course it does i think any girl in the industry it could cross could cross your mind yeah um but i was quite lucky i never i never had that but i have been stopped various times um especially in london because people want to talk to you because they see you on there really so, yeah yeah i've been stopped several times that's mad um, the craziest one i ever had was what well, i was on the tube so I got on the tube at Liverpool Street and um, I was going to Oxford Circus. And once you're on the tube, you're on the tube. You're not getting off until it's your stop. And yeah. I had somebody spot me while I was on there. And they come up. They were so lovely. that they, It is that surreal moment of, oh, my God, I have <sighs> no idea who you are. And you're talking to me like they think they know you. Did you find, because I've, I've heard a, um, like a YouTuber talk about this before. Did you have that moment where you were like, do I know this person? Or like, do, do I not know this? Or did no, you instantly... no. Oh, you no, knew. <laughs> no, instantly, instantly I knew. You okay. Know. <laughs> instantly I knew. But yeah, they just, they just want to chat and they just want to get a picture with you. Um, you know, some of them, some of them are, you know, you leave and you're just like, that's really weird. Yeah. You know, some random person that I have never met before has come up to me and asked me for, for a picture um, or even your autograph, you know, and people go, oh, can I, um, can I have this? Um, so, yeah, so I've been stopped a couple of times, but it's always been harmless. Like nobody's ever, you know, tried, I don't know, like grabbing me or anything like that. Like it's always been very harmless. I mean, I hope that is like a really all round thing as well. I hope that the people that do use Babe Station and other things like that, that they are respectful respectable and that a lot most of them hopefully do see obviously it's going to happen isn't it it's it that is that is sadly one of the darker parts of the industry i think that there are some there are some not like there are bad people out there as well um but again it's really it's really um you know what it's all about you know okay these things do happen and sometimes like they are out of your control like somebody turning up to the studio that is completely out of that girl's control because anybody could get a hold of the the address of the studios but it's it really is down to you to protect yourself especially on social media you know you don't give any personal information out at all you keep yourself you keep your actual self and details um, a secret 
And there's no different with that. There's, there's not really any different to being a celebrity, like a, like a, like say, like a pop star. Like you're not going to show people where you live because they're going to be knocking on your door. Well, that's it. Yeah. Well, that I mean, I am. I'm just. Oh, I just love all of it. I could honestly talk for hours. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so interesting. So fascinating. Um, but yeah, do you know what? Let's take a let's take another very short break, and we'll be back to wrap things up shortly. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Cool. Tony, I'm just in awe of you right now. I just, I'm just, I'm just, I oh, just love this chat. It's so fantastic. Um, I'm quite sad it's coming to an end, actually. Oh, me but too. I, but I want to hear, I want to hear what your plans are for the future. What's happening now? Have you got any plans for like the, for what's ahead? Or are you just like riding the wave and seeing what's happening? Kind of riding the wave at the moment. I've got no major plans as such. Um, I'm... I work within retail now, so I'm within management um, in a nice. retail store. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but no, no major plans for the future as of yet. I'm quite a happy-go-lucky kind of person. Yeah. Um, so we will see. We will see. So I'm sure I'll definitely do uh, another brunching with Brad. At oh my God, one hundred percent, hundred definitely. Come on. I want. Do you know what I want to start doing? Is also like as much. I, I, I'm introducing so many people at the moment, but I want to bring those people back and like talk about like a topic and like talk about something like uh like get really like in deep with like a topic. Oh, I love that. Talk about like a conversation. Um, so hopefully, yeah, hundred percent come back on. Love that. Um, yeah. I do I've got have... to do something interesting now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yeah, like you haven't already. Like, all of the shows. No, today. Well, I've got a topic, haven't I? I've got, I've got a topic. <laughs> I got to top this. <laughs> um, we, I do have one final question for you, Tony. Um, okay. So I just want to know. This is something I ask everyone. I just want to know if you could be brunching anywhere else in the world right now, where would it be? Oh, I'd do breakfast at Tiffany's. Oh, love it in New York. I've never, yes, I've never done breakfast in Tiffany's, and that is it. That's on the bucket list. Have you Have you been to New York so. City before? No, no, this is what I mean. So this is where I would go. And that is exactly where I would be brunching. Breakfast at Tiffany's. Oh my God, I could, I could literally see you there now. Like, imagine the pictures. That would just be amazing. Oh God, no, literally. I just, you need to get to New York. Like it's 100% on my list for next year. It's so, oh, so amazing. I love it. Even though America's a bit of a mess right now. So maybe we'll leave it a little while, you know. Yeah, let's leave it until the world gets back to normal. Yeah? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, Tony, it's been, sorry, my voice went all quicker. That was like, dirty. <laughs> um, Tony, it's been such a pleasure having you on. I just want to say thank you so much for coming on and being open oh, and honest. So well. Sharing your story like it's it, every every time I record a new episode it just means so much to me that people are willing to come on and share their story with me um yeah. and and obviously have a cheeky little brunch as well so I, I just want to say oh, one definitely. I, I just want to say one final thank you and yeah please come back on the show whenever you like yeah no thank you so much for having me today on the show um I've really enjoyed myself uh definitely i think i'll uh i think i'll have the uh, bottle of um, prosecco next time oh 100 100 percent. well maybe a bottle each obviously you know <laughs> oh of course i don't care <laughs> <laughs> well that has been another episode of brunching with bradley firstly thank you all so much for joining don't forget to go and click that follow button if you enjoyed the podcast 
Um, new episodes are released every Wednesday and Sunday at 11 a.m. Why not come and be a fly on the wall with me? Listen to all these amazing people that keep coming to me for this podcast for some reason. I'm, 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 we must be doing something right, guys, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you so much and keep on brunching. Bye for now, everyone. <laughs>